Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're anxiously awaiting alpaca. Dope. Thank you. Have you ever used alpaca before? I don't think so. Just asking. Anything possible. How have you been, Danny? Uh, I've been okay. Um, wouldn't be me if I wasn't... Tired? S- well, actually, I mean, always tired, but actually sick. So, okay. uh, getting over a cold... Everybody in my school seems to have one, but knock on wood, it's not the flu because that has been taking people out left and right. Excuse her, yawn. Sorry. Um, it's because you brought up me being tired. That's why. I mean, but you're always tired, so it's like, well, duh. I work hard. So. My fault. What do we say that, like three episodes ago or whatever? It's not tired. It's, or it's different levels to it. Sleepy versus tired and okay. need of rest and all that stuff. Got like you, that. yep. When we cleared the air. Yeah. As I give myself another hit of a vapo inhaler. This thing is like wonderful. Looks like you're doing coke. <sighs> well, that's not you the case. You got powder on your nose. I don't have powder on you my do, nose. You do. You have something on your nose. Like white. I do not. Oh, it's just skin. Because I've been blowing my nose for the last four days. And you're white. So, makes sense. No, anyway. I'm light skinned asshole. Mm. Well, welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second time, welcome back. And of course, this, if you've been listening for three or more episodes, you are now family, or as TJ would like to call you, a lover. Yep, you're my lover. Um, and as always, TJ and I are here to shoot the shit and talk uh, things out and, you know, bring you guys the best of us. So how have you been, my good sir? I've been living the dream. How's your 2020 been going thus far? We're... Uh, as of today of recording, we're 15 days in. Uh, you know, it's been good. Missed one episode for 2020, but you know, that happens, right? You know, life happens. TJ and I are making, we're making a lot of, uh, family decisions and like, we're doing a lot of things to kind of like, to accomplish goals that we've set for ourselves this year. So I thought we weren't going to talk about it. We're not. But you kind of brought it up. So you got to talk about it. I mean, I, we don't. But. I mean, we do. I feel like we do because you kind of like, why tease people? Why bring up something if we just said we're not going to talk about it just to talk about it? Because I was saying, giving like a broad sweeping statement, but Mm. I mean, if you want to go ahead at this point now, it's really a thing where it's a tease if you don't say something now. No, you brought it up. Go ahead. I didn't bring it up. You technically did. I technically did not. I technically and literally and figuratively did not. It was like tap and dance. It was like tap dancing around it. It was like... Right there, the thin ice. All that is that's right what it was there, on your mind. Because I've been thinking about, I've been working towards several goals during okay. 2020, and we're only 15 days in. So go right ahead, senor. No. No. Nope. Okay, so we don't have to talk about it. Well, so you don't leave the fans. Sorry, not fans. I don't like the word fans. You don't leave the lovers out in the cold. I'm not leaving them out in the cold, but. You know what? I look at it this way. They'll have to come back and listen to the next, you know, no. two, three episodes before they, if they need to find out. You're trash. I'm not trash. That is. That's pretty trash. You're going to bring it up. You're going to bring up goals and stuff. And then, like a, it could be a cliffhanger. No. So I'll bring it up because you're acting. I'm not. Soft right now. Oh, I'm okay. I would have called you never word, but I don't want people to be upset with me. So what were you going to call me? No, say, say what you mean. Say you're acting pussy right now. So. Oh my god. I ain't wanna I ain't wanna go there, but fuck it. I mean this is what you wanna do, so Oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. So Danny and I are looking at purchasing a new home. Um, <laughs> and uh 
we're close. Um, we've signed, Some I guess papers. we're under contract, yes. technically. Yeah. Um, Pray for us, y'all. Before we recorded this, Danny asked if we was going to bring it up. And I said no, but because she's tap dancing around it, it's just like, let me just bring it up. I didn't think I was tap dancing. But I feel like you were. Well, that is you were alluding to You were alluding to it. So. Perception is reality. Whatever. Listen, so we're looking to purchase a home, a bigger home. Um, forever home. Yes, uh, as I like to call it, a forever home. Um, so we're under contract for that. And, you know, since we bought it up, I... I ask that y'all pray for us and and wish us good luck and all that other good jazz that we are able to close on this property. So and that all goes if it well. if it does, then this will be property number two mm-hmm. for the Byersons, and um, it would just be a bigger space. Yeah, for so. us to grow in and you know raise our family in and all that stuff, and it's you know. It, moving and, and buying a home can be a really stressful process and you know as this process continues we I'm sh- we will from here on out keep you abreast of how we're doing because it can be an ex- it's, a, it's an exciting time but it's also like very nerve-wracking and it's also like okay now there's a, a shift to change things have to get packed up things have to get moved and then you know you're trying to take on responsibilities and now we're doing this you know more established with a child with more things and all that stuff like that than when we first came into our current home so i feel as though um i agree with tj's sentiments about please just give send us all the good vibes and energy and prayers that you can um plus that you know it can be sometimes a strain on marriages well not even marriages on a couple temporarily because it's just a wow. lot sometimes because it could just be stressful sometimes like it's not even that anything that one of us would do to or for each other or against each other but just because it's there there is a undoubted amount of stress that occurs when people move period so if you're moving by yourself or you're moving with a family of 12 there's stress that is involved with it so that could also spill over into other arenas. So even though you and I are on the same team, we're working together, um, it could just be a little, you know, there could be bumps in the road that, you know, stress us out a little bit. So just that we kind of so acknowledge it like, and push through. Are you alluding that I was stressing you out? When? I'm just asking because you said it, you said I could stress people out. but It I, can stress I, people out. So were you stressed? Are you stressed? I'm not presently stressed because we're still in the early stages, but the idea of packing, well, the idea of like purging this house and then packing everything up because I don't want to take anything that we don't need. I want to take everything. I want to burn a bunch of shit and donate a bunch of shit. Do a yard sale. Oh my god. We really could though. A yard sale in like January, February. Yeah. You just put up signs. You put shit outside. People come. They either buy. Who gonna stand outside? What if the weather drops again? Because it's been unseasonably warm. But people usually do yard sales in like better weather. I'm just saying. You can do a virtual yard sale. I don't know if there's. What's what's wrong with you, millennials? Virtual. So this is the person who would probably you not know, spend that much time outside. I would. I would spend time outside. You just put up a sign. You put shit outside. You could do shifts. I do thirty minutes. You do thirty minutes. Okay, well, we could do that as well. Um, See, my wife is is not resourceful. I'm. I am resourceful. That could I, be free money. 
not free money, but it could be money and my husband received. Is, my husband is impulsive at times. I don't think that's impulsive, but I can be impulsive. You're very right about that. But I don't think that's impulsive. I just think it's it's easier just to put shit out there and see what goes, what doesn't, and whatever we don't, we could just donate the rest. But well, we that's can, just my thinking. We can entertain but, that thought, but my thing is like it's just gonna be stressful because we have to pack up our lives. We've been in this house from since 2011. So was that nine years? Yeah. Nine years. It's going on nine years. Going yeah. on nine years. And I mean, math was never your strong suit, but I got you. And be, being shady is yours. 100%. So. I wish I could master in it. Um, no, there's too much student loan debt for that. <laughs> so, ultimately, I'm just saying, though, it's like the idea of packing up a house and then transferring to the other house. And, like, I'm terrified that, like, we will move stuffed unnecessarily into that house and then you know and then also too sometimes when people have more space they feel like they have more space to fill things with or whatever and that is more so directed towards tj because tj has a bit of a shopping habit um and i just don't want to like calm down i feel like you have you're kind of like you're kind of like the you're like the tides right you have like high tide and low tide so you'll have low tides where like there's not a lot of boxes that come through and then you have high tides where it's like every day there's something at the door waiting for for you um so whatever but what i'm saying though is just that you know i just don't want to bring i just don't want us to bring the bad habits that we've developed in this house with us into our claiming it new home okay so that is something special i, I worry about that because i feel like you and i are going to beef about that because yeah. i'm going to be like don't bring that in here or put this somewhere and you're going to like huff and puff and get upset with me because you feel like I'm me. nagging you. I mean, you do be nagging. I don't, I do not Ooh, nag you. A lot of times you're nagging. And <laughs> I don't want to have to chase after you and clean up behind you in a much larger house because it's just going to be, that part can be very frustrating. All right. So I'll work on that. And can you leave being sleepy and tired in this house? Um, that, or is that too much to ask? That is too much to ask. Okay. I tried y'all. Because what is what does that have to do with leaving old habits okay so that is some big news <laughs> for us i'm gonna just move on because tj is just being i just asked the question unreasonable how's unreasonable you can ask a question can you leave you can, I, I, sleepy it was a dumb question no such thing oh there absolutely is such thing as a dumb question um why don't we go ahead and jump on this elevator how about that are you going first or am I going first? I'll go first. All right. I'm, I'm going up I'm or down? I'm going up. Going up. Voice sounds terrible. Well, we're I, in the projects now. I mean, we were always, always in the projects, but this is truly the projects. Uh, Section 8 housing. You would know. So I married it. You're right. Yo, I wish y'all could see Danny's hair right now. <laughs> That's why I'm going up. I wish y'all could see this little poof puff that she got out. I have, I'm comfortable. I'm home. Uh, I get it. I'm wearing my hair naturally as it grows out my head. Oh, I wish I can just see. I don't think this. it's that bad. Okay. I'm just trying to like <laughs> preserve my little bang, my little natural curly bang. Okay. Don't take a picture of me, sir, because that's disrespectful. I mean, we might have to put on lovers' quarrel. Don't do that. Why? Because that's being a terrible husband. 
You're feeling natural. People need to see. I'm home. I'm comfortable. I'm in the confines of my humble abode. I can. And I gotta see the little buckwheat joint. It's not a buckwheat joint. That's not even what it is. It is snappy. Spell buckwheat. B u c k w h e a t. Boom. Drops mic. Anyway, I'm going up because my wife found my wallet. Oh. I get a, I get some shout outs, yeah. And you know, I was being kind of nasty, tone wise, maybe, not, not really towards not her, but it, I was just frustrated. And Fair. My wonderful wife, man. Wonderful. She found my wallet because for like the last three days, I've been driving around my passport. So fuck <laughs> it, the cops gonna get me. They're gonna see my ID. They'll cite me, but whatever. I was literally gonna come home today. If, and then if I couldn't find it, I would have purchased all new. I'd have purchased a new ID. Listen, I'm so terrible with my fucking wallet. Yes, you are. And I don't understand how, because I mean I understand how. Sometimes I just forget. Because you don't take it out of your pants. But pocket. this one time, it's because of that bad habit that you strip wherever you no, are. No, no, no. That's not what happened. Okay. So. And you don't put your. You don't take. Your I hurt my knee. And yes, TJ. TJ's got a bad knee now. Yes, I hurt my knee, and they had put a knee brace on it. Mm-hmm. So when I came home, Danny, I asked Danny to help me because it was so much in pain that I couldn't take the knee brace off because it was on top of my jeans so or my, my dress pants. So when I took it off, Danny then took off my pants, and then she put back on my knee brace. So I knew where it was. But I didn't know which pants. I don't know. So, yes. My up is to my wife. Oh, thank you. She saved my life. I, I she did. always does. TJ's been looking for this wallet for three days, y'all. I found it in about three minutes. Um, But that's a habit that you're going to break when we get into this new house. Because I don't know when I can it com- break when it com- that habit. When it comes to, first of all, right? put your wallet. You can't break sleeping. I can't. Put your wallet in the same That's place. That's fair. And then take, when you take off your clothes, put them in the hamper. But you took off my clothes. I didn't take off my clothes. Per so your, this one is technically you. Per your you. request, nigga, because you couldn't. Because I couldn't. Exactly. So you knew that. So I'm supposed to then also go through your pants. I'm not going to take this one 100%. No. I'll take it 97%. So I should have gone through your pants pockets. Are you like. You, listen. So that's my up. Some adult it's you your are. Guy. We passed the rock. Grow up. Zurgo. So are you I, going up or down? I'm going down. Going down. Yeah. That was terrible too. I mean, at least I have an excuse. I'm not used to being in projects, so I need you know sophisticated elevators. This is a trash space. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and go down. Mm-hmm. So, I my uh, elevator talk today is about the fact that. They are projecting for snow on a fucking Saturday. And I am sorry, but if I do not get, if it snows, it better give me a delay or it better give me an early release or it better give me a day off. If I don't get one of those three things, then you can fucking keep it. And the fact that it matters is that then you're going to try and have it snow on a Saturday, which we, which in Maryland, in Baltimore, would probably be, would definitely, it's, I think it called for like three to six inches or something like that. It's absolutely enough to get us like some type of time off from work. And 
now it's being wasted on a Saturday and now it's because it's been like it was like 65 degrees this past weekend like the, the world is on fire it is literally and figuratively burning and then those cold weather is not here and not doing what it's supposed to do and now you're trying to give me snow on a Saturday meaning it's not going to impact my work and not give me a day off and it's coming on the weekend where we already have a Monday off which means it's still even if it was still kind of icy or cold on like Sunday into Monday we weren't going to fucking school no way don't give me bad weather unless it gives me a day off or a, or a half day at work otherwise you can keep it so it's a first world petty problem that doesn't impact a lot of people but it's a hill I'm willing to die on so that is why I am going down. And with that, I yield. That's pretty trash. Listen, first of all, you shouldn't be saying it's trash because now you get to better. You reap the same benefits I do when it yeah, comes to snow I days. Yeah, but I actually want to, like, I don't mind going to work. I don't mind going to work either, but I love me a good fucking snow day. Yeah, I mean, you complain about not working all the time, so. I complain about not working? Like, you complain about having to work all the time. I mean... I, co- I don't mm, think I complain I about work. having to work. No, I com- yeah. is it tiring? Yes. Is it the work I do tiring? Mm. I mean, is the work I do unfulfilling? No. But is it a lot? Does it take a lot out of me? Absolutely. So if I get like a surprise snow day on like a Friday or a Thursday or whatever, I'll take it. Like it's paid time off. And I'm particularly somebody who doesn't mind the idea of like, if you know, because what, what happens too is that like if you exceed a, a certain number of days off, I mean, because of like inclement weather, then you'll start to have to make them up at the end of the school year. But that shit doesn't bother me because the end of the school year is like, in a lot of ways, it's like a wash. Like once the kids are like, once a certain time frame hits in June, like the kids start to like not come as much and you're starting to wrap things up or whatever. So it's really not even that deep. It's not even that difficult. And it's like summer break has already begun. But that is my elevator talk for the week. And... I thank you for joining my TED Talk on snow days. Trash. Oh, well, you're a hater. I guess. Let's move this on. What's your relationship tip of the week? My relationship tip of the week is to, when in a relationship or any ship, is to leverage your strengths. Okay? Hmm. I need an example. So, this past weekend, Tatum's godfather came over. And he brought Tatum's final gift of the holiday season, which was a... He's a piece of shit, too. (laughs) Why is he a piece of shit? Go ahead. So, this was this massive five by four castle, frozen castle. And the box took up the entire backseat of his car. And then, of course, Tatum is like, oh, my God, it's the castle. It's one of the two things she did, like, legitimately ask Santa for. Um, so we open up the box. We dump out the pieces. There are, I shit you not, like, feels, feels like 100 pieces to this fucking thing, right? And then it comes down to, like, okay, well, who's going to get to building this, you know? And everybody's looking at mommy and daddy, but... In this particular situation, when it comes to constructing things well, then it's my it's my duty, right? So, so you trying to say if I do it, it's not going to be done well. I would say that you would you lack the patience to build. But that has nothing to do with something being built well. Like you emphasize well, as if 
because I feel as though if you have built it, you would have, because of your lack of patience, you would have not like read the directions or something like that. Then you would have put something wrong and you had to break it apart and then something would have broke. Like things, you you break things a little easy. That's all. Go ahead. I'm, I'm never going to. So, you know, I we leverage the strengths. My strength is the building, the construction. I have the patience to, to assemble this thing, this monstrosity. TJ's strength is facilitating, you know, the batteries that go with the thing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I'm good for. So, like... You got this little this little natural nappy hair thing going on. It's, and a, now, it's, it's my little Janelle Monet poof. Uh, I don't know it's... I don't know what it is. It looks it's dry. Really, it, it looks dry. Wow. I haven't put any of my argan oil on you it tonight. You got a little curl like on the ends and in the middle. It looks like Don King. It looks like Don King. Wow. I'm going to post this picture. I got to post a you picture. You don't have to post anything because it's nobody's business okay. what I look like in the comfort of my own. We're all about being what, transparent. What I did was I folded <laughs> my hair up. See? So there I did that. And then I okay. folded it up because I did because then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pin it down and then I'm gonna have my little bang again tomorrow okay. with my turban, but because I don't want it to be too flat, I kind of tucked it so that way it's not all the way there. So that's all that that's doing. Okay. Be great. So you're a hater. I'm you're not. interrupting my relationship. Go ahead. Too. I'm sorry. I build. TJ gets the batteries. Um, when it comes to emails, I proofread them, and then TJ brings home snacks. So. These you are, are really trying to <laughs> downplay me. I'm not downplaying. I'm playing. I'm fucking with you, but um, I was. But no. But in like in all seriousness, though, in a relationship, like everybody's got their strengths, right? There are things that I am terrible at, and TJ is amazing at, and that's why it's important for us to like. Even though we, you don't want to put all of the the responsibility on them all the time, but also too, like if it's something that you know that your partner is better at, and doesn't mind doing, then. It's okay to leverage those strengths because otherwise sometimes, you know, you'll get frustrated. Especially when, in all actuality, like, there, even though, you know, as couples, there are things that you should ideally do together. Or it's been uh, given, you've been given the notion that people should do it together. If it doesn't work for you and your partner, then don't do that. So, you leverage your strengths. Um, TJ is great at, like, getting... Everything else. He's great at, like... Getting on the phone, talking to people, making sure like you know things are arranged. When it comes to trips, you plan you you plan all the trips. That's to because you're just and, lazy. That's it. But okay, so now you're coming for me. You I'm not like, coming. That's like the I truth. For you, and I'm lazy. You're but you. Why are, don't you do it? Because you're better at it. I'm not better at it. You are. I'm really not. That's my opinion. Okay. So, and. See, I, I wish I, you could I, just be as honest as I am. I Listen, am being honest. I don't I'm have a better the patience. Than you. Yeah, because I don't have the patience. Okay, so I'm more patient than you. So uh, that's my strength. Okay, but when we're talking about why you can't do a trip, because you you did a trip for me, there was no issues I with the trip. You don't a, like to. I don't. I am not a planner. It's not. I, lazy. It's, it, it, I no, not because I'm lazy. Because it's just not a preference of mine. I don't like to plan things. I don't like why. To, because it just it's because it feels overwhelming. So if you don't like to plan stressful. things, why when plans change you get upset? Because if I'm expected, well, one has nothing to do with the other. Uh, how? Because I do not like, to, and and I'm listeners, lovers, whatever we want you want to call yourself. Please feel free to chime in on this one when you hear this episode. I do not like to plan, meaning I don't like to coordinate people and places and times and all stuff like that because i oftentimes get very 
frustrated or I'll feel overwhelmed or I'll feel stressed out. I am an excellent participant in plans because if you tell me, Danny, I need you to do this. Danny, you need to be here at this time. I'm like, I need this much money to kick in or whatever. No problem. Just tell me that. I'll be there. I'll do my part. Um, That has nothing to do with the fact that if you tell me for two weeks we're going to do to a show at Friday at 7 o'clock and then on Thursday at 3 o'clock you're like oh actually we're going to do something different or actually I, I, I canceled it we're not going anymore or something like that happened but you didn't plan it so, you, so it shouldn't frustrate you it, what, no what frustrates me about that is that I have my mind or my heart set on something and then it gets to, it gets switched up on me at the last minute whatever so th- there's a difference it's a, it's, I suppose. A, it's a wild difference well can I can I plan a trip or can I plan something I mean we can all do anything we can, can I build yes I can but yeah. but if I had a choice to no I would not want to build something because yes I do not have the patience okay and I don't unless have the, it's A, I don't B, have, C, D I don't have the patience quick. to plan trips so that therefore our patience works in different areas but I've also went above and beyond to build something and I've also gone above and beyond to One plan time. something well, for me. Okay. I'm not talking about for everybody else. I've only done it a few other times, but when I when I do it, I do it. I do a good job of it, but it's just not my forte. It's not what I like to do. Oh, okay. Just like you don't like you don't that like to be build. What? To just stop being like lazy and selfish. I'm lazy and selfish. Really? How yes. how am I lazy and selfish? Because it's it's, it's like. You you do it because someone else is doing it. It's like you're you're being lazy. So I do what because someone else is doing it. Like the trips, you'll go, but you're not planning it. Like you're not even saying like, okay, well, TJ's planned the last twenty trips. Let me let me plan one trip. Okay. So to me, so that's lazy. It's not lazy. It's just a because sh- it's something it's something that you can do. Okay, and you can build stuff, but if you're not, if it's not what you're, if you I to, can. If you, if I had to do it, I would do it. That's not a problem. And if I had to do it, I would do it. When uh, I had to plan your birthday trip, well, you I didn't did have it. to plan my birthday okay, trip. When I made the decision to plan you a birthday trip, I did it. So that I had to do it because I was coordinating it. I mean, I could have planned. That but that doesn't make me selfish or lazy. That okay. just makes that me, that means that that's something that's not we can a agree to passion or a strength of mine. But see, I didn't say that you were lazy or selfish. I just said that you had like I. My tip was to leverage your strengths. Your strength is coordinating trips and and, and that's and not flight. my fucking trip. I do it because if I don't do it, then we wouldn't go anywhere. So it's 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 not a leverage. I'm not leveraging anything. That's not a strength of mine. A strength of mine is not planning a trip. I if if I didn't have to necessarily do it, I probably wouldn't do it. Or I wouldn't mind taking turns, but it's very draining when you are the only person doing stuff. So yes, to me it's lazy and it's selfish. That's wow. just my personal. We can agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. You just took it. You just need a fucking buzzkill, like. Okay, if that's what you want to call it. I mean. I was talking about building a, 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 a toy castle, and you went to I'm lazy and selfish. So, all right. Well, whatever. You what's your, your what is your tip of the week? Practice sir? gratitude. I can't. I'm lazy and selfish. So earlier, my elevator was up because of Danny, and I was me practicing gratitude. I was thankful. Of her. She's really upset right now. She's in her feelings, so. I'm not upset. 
your tone change, your, your arms are folded, your face is scrounged. Over it. So, you know, you should tell your partner things that you appreciate about them. I appreciate them. that you plan fucking trips. <laughs> See, she's upset. You mad? I'm annoyed. Okay. I'm not mad. So, that's my tip. It's real simple. Like you. See, it's weird because you were the one taking digs, and then when I take a dig, now everything's upset. Because it was like, mine were like playful jabs. Like, I get, I build the castle, okay. you get the batteries, whatever. I'm playfully calling you selfish and lazy. That's not something you playfully call somebody. Says who? Y'all, please help me out and back me up when y'all hear this episode because it, what always ends up happening is that TJ has to hear it from y'all before he'll like it clicks in his head. I don't think that me calling you selfish or lazy is is how is you how do you playfully call somebody selfish? All right, I don't know. I mean, you know. just elaborate, explain for me. I mean, listen, we we could do this again when we quarrel in the beginning of the episode. Listen, it it is what it is. I'm not. We listen. You taking jabs, so I'm taking jabs. So it's because of the words that I use. Maybe I should use a different word instead of lazy and selfish. So does that mean that let you, me go, you felt? That let, means, let me look up. That means the right word so to use for selfish. Let me ask you this question, Mister. Go ahead, Danny. Did you feel hurt or attacked when I like made the like joke? I about felt like. I felt like, it was like you taking like a low blow or something like that. I felt like it was it wasn't needed, it wasn't necessary. So I was like, oh, if we're if we're digging, let's dig together. Okay, well, if, if that is the case, I would suggest in the future that you ex- just say that, and I will gladly apologize for that. So instead of selfish, you're unmindful. Is that nicer? Does that make you feel better? Well, no, not at this point. Okay, but if I unthinking. If I That's what I'll to- say next time. Instead if I of selfish, you, you're unthinking. If you felt that my little like leverage your strengths like joke dig or whatever was offensive to you, I apologize. Um, because I do not like the fact that you called me lazy and selfish when I'm not saying I, that I Danielle still do mean that entirely we- is lazy and selfish, but the act of the act of if we took twenty trips and you've only planned one of the twenty trips. To me, that is selfish because you're not thinking about the other person. You've never once said, hey, let me plan a trip. It never clicked in your it's, it's just like, oh, well, he always plans a trip. So that's that's his job now. Thank God, because I don't I don't I don't ever want to have to do it. Do you feel like there's anything that I do that that's where it's like that the onus is primarily on me more than anything else or I'm pretty sure there is, but the difference between me and you is that I'm going to voice it and you're going to keep it to yourself. So, But if you acknowledge that there is, even if I can't even necessarily think of one at this moment I'm, right I, now. I'm saying that because I'm fucking human. I know that I know that there may be things that you do more primarily. Does that make you lazy and selfish too then? Depending on the situation, I probably am lazy and selfish. I can admit that sometimes if it's something that I don't want to do, I might selfishly make that decision. I'm not going to do it because you're going to do it. Yes. The difference between me and you is that I can look in the mirror and I can say, yep, you won't. That, because the, the, the scenario that you gave, I don't perceive it as me being lazy or selfish. I perceive it as, some, I've always inter, in, interpreted it as this is something that TJ is very good at. This is something as far as like finding the flights, figuring out like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to go. And then like, to the me, I always 2020. Feel, I feel like I come in and I do like. There's no such thing as gender roles too. So you can do it. 
It has nothing to do with because he's done it, he's this is his job. Okay, so then why don't I we, also could. Why don't why don't we trade right? Because what what does happen when we travel is you make the flight arrangements, the hotel arrangements, and things like that. I try to give you a hundred percent, but then when it comes to packing for the trip, right? When it comes to for I pack such, myself, what are you talking about? Yeah, I pack, I'm supposed to pack for you too. No, I pack for I pack for me and I pack for Tatum. And so what I'm saying is then. I can do that part, and then you can pack for you and Tatum. The next trip, I'll pack for me and Tatum. And I will I will make sure we hotel or and or flight accommodations will be handled. Okay, if you say so. I mean that's I mean they they kind of go hand in hand. No, because I mean I just feel like you're gra- like like now you're just looking for stuff. Like you're just trying to find something. What can I grab out of the sky just so I can have something to say? Because he. Brought up a flaw of mine, so I need to be even, as opposed to like that has nothing to do with anything. We've only pat. Never mind. You got it. Are you upset now? No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not upset. I just think it's like corny. Like, let me find something to to go back with. Like you, you just said you had nothing, but you're you're just grasping. Like that's not what can I find? What can I find? Please just no. something land so I can I could, I said I'm and I mean as far as anything outside of this, but I was trying to think of okay, well what's relevant to the topic at hand? And then I thought about okay, you always plan with for the hotel accommodations, the flight accommodations if we need them. And then I always end up packing for myself, packing for Tatum, making sure I I'm keeping track of everything. And which which takes more time. It takes it takes me more time to get myself together. So what I was saying, I thought that that would be an opportunity for a fair trade off. Because how's that a fair trade off? It's it's because it, it's all surrounding travel. Okay. It's all it's all kind of wrapped up into the travel, you know, um, under the travel umbrella. But clearly, I don't think you're you're we in agreement. We can do whatever you want, Danielle. Whatever makes you feel happy. I mean, Let's do it. I'm. I was content with things, the way that they were. Of but course, you, because but, you didn't have to do anything, but pack. Sorry, for you and Tatum, even when Tatum's not in the trip with us. But I get you. I understand the concept. <sighs> well, listen. I just didn't like being called lazy and selfish. I reserve the right to feel that way. You do. So I won't call you selfish. I'll call you Unth- unmindful, unthinking. Unthinking. See, that sounds worse than selfish. <sighs> well, at this point in the game. We can go to my word of the week. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. She's upset. She's mad, y'all. I'm not mad. I'm just. Don't be I'm mad. A, be I'm glad. A, I'm annoyed. But because you. You know what? Because you know what's gonna happen Ooh, is that here it goes. somebody is going to listen to this episode and they're gonna come back around and gonna say, "I'm like eighty-eight percent sure that someone's gonna come back around and they're gonna point out to you where you might have gone wrong, and maybe, and maybe, just maybe, they'll point out where I maybe have misstepped or maybe I'm not understanding you, and then you're gonna like get it." And sometimes that's frustrating too because it's like, 
Huh, I always gotta wait for somebody else to tell him. I mean, that's what happens though. We're we're opposites and we're around each other all the time. So yeah, sometimes when you say stuff it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you need other eyes, and that's okay. That's how life works. It is. At least that's how it works. That's how life works for me. I can't speak for you. I know. Well, from my perspective, it can still be a little frustrating when what I say makes sense to everyone else, but it doesn't make sense to the person who matters the most. Okay. Say so. Oh my goodness. Sometimes I just want to. What do you want to do? Give you a big old kiss. (laughs) So go ahead. Try and stump me. The word of the week is onerous. If one teacher gives you three hours of homework a night, that's rough. But if all of your teachers do it, that makes the task of completing your homework an onerous one. To say the least, if something is onerous, it is very difficult to to deal with or do. Onerous. O-N-E-R-O-U-S. That is correct. Did you look it up? I did not. I don't. I'm lazy and I'm selfish, but I don't cheat. So. Well. I don't don't want you to add that to my, my resume. Listen, I'm. You got it. Uh-huh. And with that, we're going to take a break. Hear a message from our sponsor. We'll come back. Maybe Danny will be more happier. Just happier, more happier is See? more happy or happier. It's one or the other. Maybe she'll be happier. Thanks, babe. Without you, leverage your strengths. <laughs> leverage my strengths. You're right. Great tip. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process with our code LOVERS10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And now we're back. Yep. And I am somewhat more out of my feelings. Well, TJ and I had to take it offline for a second, I feel like, and we had to hash things out. But I also feel as though... This is a perfect opportunity for he and I to do um, this next segment, which is going to have us um, and provide us with an opportunity to ask each other questions and answer each other um, because there's always an opportunity for us to learn from each other, um, even after all this time together. So on my, you know, the algorithms on Instagram and Facebook lately have keep keep bringing me back to this particular like relationship card game called skin deep and um the purpose of the game is like you can they have like card sets for like people who are in an actual like relationship or marriage they have them for family they have them for co-workers they have them even for strangers right to have start having like meaningful conversations with people that you just met so um 
what I did was I um, was able to um, obtain some of the skin deep questions. And what we're going to do now is we're going to basically ask these questions of each other. So um, basically, like, we'll alternate asking the questions, and we, but we will both answer them. And I like this one better than even – I'm, I'm hopeful for the prospect of this one because unlike that, like, a, a, feels like a million episodes ago when we did those, like, scenario relationship question games where TJ and I really couldn't, like, answer them to fidelity because – we hadn't experienced those things and we've ne- we haven't we never really dated we haven't never really we've never dated anyone else and then even the getting to know you games those were still kind of random and not as much directed towards relationships and each other and your partner so this is TJ and Danny's first foray into playing skin deep all right so there's 15 questions so we can do Seven this episode, eight that episode. Sure. I mean, I guess it depends. The next on, episode. You know, as long as I mean, if, if that's how much time is taken up, then absolutely. So. I just think fifteen questions is, is a lot for people. So if we break it up to two different episodes, will give us. I'm fine with that. That way, we're not doing another two hours or hour and a half hour. But sounds like a plan to me. Let's just do this. We can. Do you want to go down the list, or do you want to like peruse the questions and pick the ones you, you want? You start ask? from the top, and I'll do. The, and I'll go from the bottom. That okay. way It's all right. So, the first question for Skin Deep is: What would you tell your younger self about what it means to be in a relationship with me? What would you tell your younger self what it means relationship? So if you could go back in time, what, and, tell about, what would you tell 16-year-old TJ about da- being in a relationship with Danny? Don't do it. That was a joke, but... Of course. Anyway, um, I would say... Be understanding. Um, my Danny is a cancer. She's sensitive about some things. And um, try not to be as rough, I would say. Um, but what, what else would I say? I would say that she is going to change and mature and uh, not to push back on her changing, her changes. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a very um, thoughtful response. I appreciate that. And what would I tell my younger self about what it means to be in a relationship with TJ? Um, I would tell myself that I, my younger self, to prepare yourself to stand your ground. Um, because sometimes, and I'm saying this, and this, this is not to be like rude or anything like that, but just that sometimes TJ, without realizing it, sometimes can like, bulldoze a little bit sometimes so you have to kind of be firm in what you're saying uh, or, or feeling to make sure that you're you're heard at times in the beginning um you do get better at it over time you definitely get better at it um another thing i would tell my younger self about being in a relationship with tj is that um regardless of how he might feel or how he what he might say that his heart is 150% always in the right place. So 
How do you feel about that? Lovely. Oh, I'm glad. That's a good word. Your question, my good sir. What do you think I'm teaching you? I think that you're teaching me patience. And I think that you're teaching me, like to this day, that you're teaching me how to, how to not defend myself, but like how to stand up for what I believe in, to not take things lying down sometimes. I think those are things that you definitely still teach me to this day, like how to push myself at times. Um, I would say that you're teaching me how not to be as impulsive on certain topics, not to be as impulsive, um, also not to like be married to items Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of like, I'll keep jeans or a shirt or something. I'll keep stuff from the past that... Mm -hmm. For like the sentimental value or the fact that I paid whatever I paid for it in that time. So I'm like, nah, I just got to keep it. Like, it's still worth that. And yeah. Okay, cool. I'm hoping I'm helping you let go. Um, that was that's two questions down, right? So that means you've got like either six more to go, give or take. Um, yeah, right now. Yeah. The next question, I feel like, sounds kind of like the same question that you that we just answered. So I'm going to jump down. So we're actually going to have 14 questions. So we'll do so seven, two, seven, seven and seven. Okay. Okay. What's one thing you never want me to forget? I would never want you to forget um, your strength. Hmm. I think that you are very strong mentally, physically. And, and everything else. Um, so I would say never forget how strong you are, no matter how tough a situation is or, you know, something that's new. You are strong enough to deal with any of it. So. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, what I would want you to never forget is how brilliant you can be sometimes. Um, I know that I'm like the resident geek nerd smarty pants between the two of us often at first glance, but, um, you are a very wise person and you have a lot of like innovative thoughts and ideas sometimes thing like you're very creative. And I think that sometimes Like, you'll defer to me as, like, oh, she's the brains or something like that. But you have a lot to offer as well well when it comes to just general intelligence or just, like, the strengths that you have with your thinking. And I don't want you to forget that because I feel like sometimes maybe you doubt that or you defer sometimes. Or or maybe not even defer, like, you downplay it sometimes, and I don't think you should. Great words. Thank you. You're very welcome, my good sir. What What do you think is holding you back? <laughs> what do I think is holding me back? Um, 
I think the thing that holds me back sometimes is fear of making a mistake. Like, doing something that's, like, irrevocable. Like, I can't take it back or I can't fix it. Um, like, I, I think sometimes I... I I've, What's hold, what holds me back from like sometimes taking a leap of faith on something or to take to moving forward with things is that I'll make the wrong choice and sometimes I end up making no choice or I delay a choice. So um, I'm working on that because there's even things right like in my head right now that I'm thinking of that I am hesitant on doing because I'm worried that I might mess mess up some other potential opportunities or chances that come along my way. So. But I'm not gonna let. I'm gonna try not to let that hold me back. But the question is, what do you think is holding me back? Like, oh, holding. Oh my god. The question says, what do you think is holding me back? Oh. Not, not what's holding. Me back. Yeah. What's holding you back? Yeah. Do you want to just delete this and then start over? I'll just keep. Go- Actually, I'll just keep going. I'm just playing. Okay. Mm. No, it's okay. Because you you have a totally different answer about me, so I talked about myself. I'm sorry. Um, he's trying to. He wants to call me selfish. I do. He wants to call me selfish I because do. I had a I misinterpreted. You had a lapse of, of, of yeah. I got you. Um. So, what's holding you back? I think something that's holding you back is sometimes I think it's like your pessimistic your pessimism um you can you can be very glass half empty at times which makes you sometimes say things like that like something like kind of like makes you feel a little like defeated um with certain things not all the time but I think that that's something that can hold you back because I think if you like, ha- you know, went out on went out on faith a little bit more, which is something I need to do too, um, that you would be you would be really surprised. But what do you think is holding me back? Well, you you said it. I do think that you played safe too much, or you follow the rules too much, or you don't want to hurt people's feelings, or. You don't want to take someone's opportunity from them. So you'll downplay it so that way, or you'll try to find a solution so that way everybody's happy. Like you don't want to watch a, a, a game that's close because you don't want no one to lose. So I get like, I get stressed out <laughs> watching that stuff. Um, what? So this is a question five. I think this is question five. You've asked two. I've asked two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What has been the greatest struggle for us, or for you, excuse me, what has been the greatest struggle for you in raising Tatum? Well, no, this one says for us. So we would we would say what we, right? Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, I think the greatest struggle in raising Tatum for us, or yeah, let's switch it to the way you want. Okay, so you, what's you your... You think about me and me think about you. Okay, so what's my greatest struggle... With raising Tatum. That's hard for me to say. I don't. I don't. I don't think that you. I don't think that you necessarily caused our struggles. 
Um, or maybe what do, what do you feel like I struggle with as like a parent to her? Yeah, I don't. If I had to say, I'd probably say that like when she's like whining, you like allow her to do the whining as opposed to like, you know, getting her to understand like you can't whine for everything. Because once she whines and people give in or ask what's wrong and now I feel like she's playing to that. So I think like you, her whining, you're like, she's this is what she's going to do as opposed to saying you can't whine because you can't whine just to whine. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I like agree and disagree with your statement, but I hear what you're saying. But only because I just, some of it is like, I look at it as like, okay, this is developmentally appropriate. So to an extent, like I, how, how much is she going to understand that she's not supposed to whine when she's only not even three, but then also that she does need to be corrected, reprimanded at times as well. So, but it's like trying to, it's like trying to strike that balance. No, I like, get that. But if you're saying that she needs to be rep- reprimanded and she's learning, the only way that you learn is by seeing. I'm like, I'm not saying that you got to beat her or you got to like scream at her, but try to help her realize that this isn't going to work. Like, listen, if you're going to cry, you, it's okay for you to cry, but I'm not going to cater to it. So whenever you're ready to stop crying, come get me. You know, something like... Yeah. I think... I thought... I I thought... I think that sometimes, like, when I do, like, ignore her, like, okay, I'm not... Like, I'm not feeding into this. I'll step over her when she's having a tantrum. That, to me, is like... Okay. That's my way of approach or whatever. Gotcha. Um, what I feel like is your biggest struggle in raising Tatum is probably patience. I think that sometimes... I agree. You... Um, you're you're less patient with her than I am, um, and then you know sometimes you like will fuss at her in a way that like you know you know of course little kids she's little so she'll cry or something like that. But then also too like I think you like I I hate that you you kind of sometimes feel guilty afterwards. But I do think it's amazing that you'll come in and apologize because kids need to hear adults say that they're sorry and that's something that I feel like we're both doing a good job of when, when it comes to her because that's definitely a, sh- a parenting shift that is more recent but I would just say yeah in general like your patience with Tatum and kind of like understanding that certain things that she says or does are developmentally appropriate so even though they're not ideal she's like right on target for what she's supposed to be doing for her age but that's our question. That's question number five. So we've got two more before we wrap this sucker up. What's your favorite imperfection about me? What's my favorite imperfection about you? I would say... Personality-wise, my favorite imperfection about you is your no what is no says what is your what is my favorite imperfection about you right yeah okay so my favorite imperfection about you tj is i guess i'll say it's kind of like the, your gift and your curse which i'll say is like your oh you know what? it was like your impulsivity 
because even though it is a even though it is an imperfection because obviously to be impulsive is there's a time and a place for impulsivity sometimes and even though sometimes that can I'm I'm trying to be the one to like reel you in sometimes or be like ah let's slow it down there have been other moments where your impulsivity has led to some of like the most the the greatest moments of our relationship of our of our experiences with each other and um some of the most fun that I've ever had so I feel like that's one of my favorite imperfections of you and physically one of my favorite imperfections of you is I've I've always been a fan of your little um, chip tooth but that's not that's not there anymore I mean a little bit but you're a little you know so that was Yo, you talking about my little baby teeth? Well, tooth. that was I. I never minded it. I always like. That was a chip tooth. It's, it was just a baby tooth. It's not, okay. Well, your little baby tooth. I thought the chip yeah, out of control. But I just thought it was. It was just. I thought it was a little charming. See, I would say, like your weirdness. Okay. Like you know, you're comfortable in your weirdness, and you know, their weirdness is like makes you super dope makes you like a star because it's like you're doing your own thing you don't care what's something i do that what's something about me that's weird just to give people like an example um i feel like when it's like serious moments you want to start like dancing and like you know just doing weird things and fair you know and then and then once you get one laugh you're like oh i gotta keep going (laughs) so i am good for an awkward dance um, is there any physical imperfections of mine that you like? Um, no, I think you're perfect. Oh, okay. Is this the last one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a good one, especially, uh, in light of the beginning of our episode and our little tit for tat. When was the last time I surprised you and why? And it doesn't have to be like surprise, like surprise, Um, birthday, but like just anything like surprise. I'm going to say the birth. I'm going to say when you did my my birthday, that was a big, my birthday party. The one that you didn't seem happy about? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, he, you, okay, so TJ, he, I guess maybe he was suspicious or whatever. He didn't like, he didn't suspicious. like, he didn't like my I didn't lies. Like story. He yeah. didn't like my lies to get him to the party. So then he like walked into the party and everybody's like, surprise. And he's got his face all screwed up. I did. And you like, the fuck? Like looking around and it's like people coming from like New York and North Carolina and all over parts of Maryland to come celebrate this nigga. And he's just like. Hey, like I guess, like I did. Whereas when he played my surprise birthday party, I was like crying and like, oh my god. But that's where he and I differ sometimes. Um, the last time you surprised me, um, hmm. The last time you surprised me, if I'm being literal, if I'm going to be really, really, like, even if it's a really small thing, TJ brought me home some Oreos the other day. <laughs> and 
he has a, he's known for like sometimes just like being thoughtful, mindful. That's a word he likes to. And he sees something like, uh, you know, I don't know, anything from like my favorite candy to if he sees something that, you know, that's my favorite color, he'll like sometimes like grab it and bring it home or whatever. Like he's definitely a surpriser on like the little thing scale a lot of the time, which is really dope. And it's something that I really do like truly, truly appreciate about him because it's easy to pass something and like it, that, that person doesn't cross your mind but I seem to cross his mind a lot when he's out and about and that definitely warms my heart and that also leads me to having these like little mini surprises on a pretty regular basis so maybe I go big when I do my surprises and like few and far between and you do like a lot of like, even though you do big surprises too, not saying you don't do those, but like you do a lot of like smaller surprises on a more regular basis. Is that fair? Sure. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So, how do you feel about the questions, the skin deep questions? Were they better than the other relationship questions? I'm looking at the other questions that we're going to do next week. I think those are going to be a little bit more exciting. Okay. But so this is like a good toe in the pond. Yeah. Okay. Well, Guys, thank you for bearing with us and as far as us going on a hiatus with the last week's episode. And I'm going to reiterate, please, please, please just pray for us. Send us all the good vibes and energy as we kind of take these next steps into this new journey and that we keep our sanity and that we can continue to record. And I mean, we're going to obviously continue to record, but that like, you know, our schedule stays on track and everything like that. There's a lot of good things coming up for this year. Us this year, a lot of goals we're gonna try and accomplish aside from home ownership, and um, yeah, we're just glad to be sharing our ride with you, and we hope that you continue to ride the wave with us. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> with that being said, this has been another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Um, you know that as always, you can find us on social media at on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. On Twitter at Lovers Quarrel Seven, of course. If you have emails, questions, comments, concerns, send us a message to um, Lovers Quarrel Show at gmail dot com. And you already know that I am your girl, Danny, and I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss, we fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. I love you. I love you too. Say bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>